TNE Network. number of different foods it seems like it's not quite as aggressive as coca-cola then not that bite yeah that's what people like about coca-cola what if coca-cola was putting cocaine in the original mix what was pepsi doing they're peeing in it man you can't take the pee out of pepsi nope it's two of them it's pee pee literally do yeah you're right split off you follow this new elixir is gonna give you pep pepsi you're gonna get up there. I swear to God, you'll see it for yourself. Yeah, that's probably more like it. It was probably about the pep. I, probably. I, I think there was some pep in this in their step as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, competition. <laughs> you got to put a little. If we look into it, <laughs> they were the first ones to cut it. <laughs> yeah, they stepped on it with some fucking, uh, I don't know, some kind of elixir, some snake oil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smoothed it out, and you know what? I appreciate we're it. All the better for it. Yeah. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing good, Jared. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah. Yeah. You and I are both flying out of town tomorrow, so I'm kind of like we kind of gearing put, up for that. Right. I mean, we just kind of put a back to back together. We're in the middle of a back to back. Yeah. We're in the two part. Yep. Me and you. The beast with two backs. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> Uh, well, let's listen. Let's go in the Wayback Machine. Dearly beloved, <laughs> we are gathered here today Holy to talk shit. about things called crows. Yeah, <laughs> counting crows. Nope, yep, counting crows. I know, because it's easy to get mixed up with the black crows or the counting blue mm-hmm. cars and the... Yeah, the bros crows. Uh, bro. <laughs> yep, crows bros. <laughs> Them's the one who knows. Um, how did you get... When did counting crows... Um, strike you when, when did they come on your where were you when pretty early on these guys because they came on strong recommendation of jeff ament who uh him and random you people you guys were hanging out at like no, highland park or no, something not at all <laughs> <laughs> uh, him biking. and other members of pearl jam or any musician in seattle it seemed could just walk into the end or kisw and just take over the airwaves kind of on a whim and it seemed to happen from time to time. Like how comedians would uh, walk in on uh, um, Opie and Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Just so like, what or radio shows in general, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I don't think the album was even out yet, but he played, uh, he's like, everyone's got to check out this band, they're going to be huge, and, and blah, 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 blah. And he played Perfect Blue Buildings yeah. off the first record. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, that was dope. So you were fresh. And then so when Mr. Jones dropped, yeah, I mean, and that was, that's a great song to this day. Do you have contempt for people who got onto Mr. Jones? Like, uh, no, that was their first proper single, man. That's uh, a Mr. Jones head is, is down from the beginning. I mean, unless you were hanging out with them in the Bay area, going to their warehouse parties and shit. Sure. But that's a whole nother level of cool guy. You know, I'm Bay area. Cool. And we're not even from there. So yeah, sure. There's a lot 
um, that, that I'm, I don't understand about Bay Area and Bay Area cool, for sure. Jeff Ament was cool enough to know about him back then. Yeah. And then he... It's kind of like the linking of the coasts. It yeah. feels... Or, you know, of the, you know... Of the coast. Of the coast, yeah. It's it's the reaching <laughs> down. It's a an audio yeah. railroad of um, post-grunge They're kind of like extension. midpoint. San Francisco almost like maybe two-thirds of the way down, you know? Yeah. You think he was just trying to be cool? Be like, yeah, I know, the, I know this other band. You guys probably haven't heard of them. <laughs> County Crows. They're from San Francisco. He really gushed on them, and that was kind of... I, I just remember hearing that, and, and sure enough, that's a great song. I love that song. Uh, this record is not that record. No. This is Recovering the Satellites, their second record. Not a bad record. You know, I gave it a spin today. It's not a bad record. Recognized more than I thought I was going to. Me too. <laughs> I didn't give this one the spins that uh, August and everything after got. Yeah, well, so Counting Crows is following up with this second album. Uh, a mega hit first album. Debut album. So if we did, if right we ever... Gate. I mean, it's honestly we got it. We would have to cover it with uh, "Appetite for Destruction" <laughs> and other insanely Van huge, Halen one. Van Halen one huge yeah. first albums, but that's not what we're doing. We're going to talk about <laughs> this one, which peaked at number one. Yeah, and my, did it not debut there? I mean, they were large when they put this out, and like nobody was going to miss the new County Crows record because there was posters, there was com- TV commercials, they were on Saturday Night Live, blah blah blah. blah. Huge in Canada. It basically, this thing went seven times platinum in the United States. And probably looked at as a disappointment (laughs) for not selling as many as the first? No, no. No, no, everybody was happy. Everybody involved with this, it seems like, agrees that that was a success. This was a good second album. You hear things sometimes. Only seven million, but the last one sold 15. Seven times platinum U.S., seven times platinum Canada. Um, yeah. and so it, it hits a number of different markets. It doesn't really have a huge dip in, in other places. Imagine, Anybody who likes yeah. it really I likes imagine it. they do well in Europe too. Yeah, yeah, they do pretty well. Yeah. Um, pretty well. <laughs> Just millions and millions <laughs> of copies. They're going to be all right. Yeah. Um, and this is coming on the heels three years later um, yeah. after the first album. And what's kind of amazing about it is they toured for two of those years. Yeah. They're not just sitting on, you know, they're out there pushing that first album. And probably that first album popped until after like a year of touring. I think Mr. Jones was not, I can be wrong. I often am, but I feel like this record got put out and didn't immediately catch fire. Maybe not until Mr. Jones video came around or. What, what pulled me back into this album a little bit was when it was the single, you know, Long December. Yeah. I really, I really like that. And uh, I like, um, you know, yeah. I like Mr. Jones. Yeah, totally. And uh, Round Here, I got to say, Round Here is a jam. Here's a good one. The jam I sticks in that, my head. I think Great the first video. record's bueno, the beginning to end. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's solid. I understand why Jeff Ament is like, you know, huh. giving you the 411 on this because it's a solid band. And I think in a way kind of suffers from what Fine Young Cannibals lead singer uh, has is distinctive <laughs> vocal yes. delivery. That you, it's you always know it's him, right? He has a tenuous relationship with pitch, but um, like he really, Tom Cruise he really means it though. Yeah, that's his own <laughs> and stunts. he writes pretty great lyrics. Like yeah. as a lyricist go, and maybe I'm maybe I'm too fresh off of Gary Sharon last week with Augie, but mm-hmm. uh, um, 
It's that's nice. on our that's on our other show we just recorded. That's right. Fair warning. Check on it out. TNE Network. <laughs> uh, his his yeah his lyrics actually interest me and hold my interest and in maybe even my intrigue. Yeah. Okay. I I can't argue with that, Jared. This is what you I mean, did. You I already say to. October fourteenth, nineteen ninety six. I didn't. But, uh, but boom. There you go. Ninety six. You and my wife graduated high school. Yeah. I finished college in 96, and we spent the year at home figuring out uh, how to get over here. <laughs> what were you doing in 96? Were you, at the, you were at the docks yet? Yep. Oh, yeah. Stay. Jared's working down on the docks. I was doing a little landscaping on the side, sure. delivering some flowers sometimes, you know, just doing all those things. Yeah. Millennials think they invented, like, the side hustle. It was just called... Working. Did you <laughs> did you uh, did you listen to this on CD, cassette, or vinyl? Definitely CD. I do remember buying this CD. Yeah, listening to it maybe three or four times, feeling like it wasn't August and everything after, and then leaving it alone for quite some time. The singles were pretty unavoidable. Yeah, so it's like you still. Still, it's like you still listen to the record, even though you had you didn't. But uh, yeah, and I just didn't regard it with as much as I did the first album. So if I was going to listen to the Counting Crows, I was going to listen to that first album because I wasn't like a never have been like a serious Counting Crows head. Yeah, sure. So you know, it's, it's every once in a while I want to put on some Counting Crows, and if I do, I'm just going to do the first album. Did you go any further after this? No. I was literally out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Understandable. I heard things since have been great. And, you know, I just, yeah. With a little bit of research, I was finding that they're actually way bigger than I thought. But I knew that, I knew they were big. I knew after the first album, you're probably going to be fine. Second album, I was under the suspicion that it was pretty popular because mm-hmm. they got a third, fourth, fifth, and sixth going, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, I had... I'm going off of, for the most part, just singles. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'm coming from for where were you when. And never bought any of anything of theirs. But actually, uh, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm making a justification. Never had a problem when I heard anything, you know, mm-hmm. because it's not bad. It's not annoying. I'm not annoyed by his no. vocal delivery or anything. Um, you know, in a kind of a blind melon sense. Where, yeah, yeah. Where I've, a good example. I like it. I yeah. like it at times, and I like the music. You know, the musicianship that's going into it and stuff. But I've, I was never like, I gotta, I need to listen to that to pump up or to get out of this mood or to, you know, I have a long walk, so I'm gonna get an album going. Right. I just, I just never, I never drew from the Counting Crows well. Mm-hmm. This is, this is like, uh, what, what other record we're talking about? The, the Dinner Party album. Yeah, this is safe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. dinner party album. Yep, you mix in a little bit of Counting Crows. Yeah, yeah on, everybody's on a dinner party be, album. Yeah, sure. All of a sudden, people across the room go, "Yeah, yeah." But you couldn't do round here. Yeah. You could because oh, it's too no. it's too hitty. Like it, that's 
he's yeah it's mood changing yeah you know like, it's gonna it's gonna of, put its stink on everything it is in in a good or bad like way it was getting sad your char sad gets <laughs> this record doesn't sound as sad as the first album i'll say that and maybe that's okay because part I, of it yeah well i i thought that this has a little bit more somber inward look than the mm. first lyrically or so but we, yeah. we could, you know, we could talk about influences and, and stuff like that here in a little bit. Let's, All right. Let's, let's roll the first one. Catapult. Mellotron. It is. <laughs> Comparisons go deeper than the Mellotron, I believe. That that whole good Beatle vibe on this one. You know, I didn't, I never thought that until you until you just mentioned it here, and and I could see it. That Leslie guitar with the vibrato is just just yeah. trippy enough. For me, on paper, you're right, but I still don't feel it. Like I feel mm. like they're coming from a different place, and so uh, they definitely got that. A little bit of the band. I mean that that Hammond is you know, where where uh, Oasis. I you, you can taste it, mm. but you taste the reverence in a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for kicking off your second album. Yeah, interesting. It is, and. I think part of that goes to um, uh, the drum line using the heavy floor tom for the for the verse. That's mm-hmm. a it's typically a no no, and and then you do that on your very first song where they're not like a tribal Tommy band, you no, know, like so they're much. not a Stephen Perkins that's playing all over the kit and using it to consistently make those rhythms and backbones of songs. I'd like to hear this live. Everybody's got a lot of good body, and he, man, the guy's a holler. He can <laughs> holler. Do good holler. You know, there's uh, more connection than that. Uh, that was Chuck. Uh, episode talking about Doolittle. Mm-hmm. Gil Norton produced that. Gil Norton produced this. Gil Norton produced a lot yes. of good shit. I know that. Why would I know that? <laughs> I totally know that. Yeah, Gil man. Norton does work. I mean, Catherine Wheel. Cats and Dogs, he did that record, all kinds of shit, man. Dude, he's an e- English bloke who worked with the Pixies, Echo and the Bunnymen. That. The Foo Fighters. Oh, the good one. The good one. <laughs> the, this Fuck the, it, the you know, the good the, one. Yeah, the yeah. sound and the shape, or the color and the shape, with, yeah. the, with, with all European spelling. Have you ever heard of the Triffids? Uh-uh. Me neither. All How right. about the, the, the Feelers? That sounds familiar. Mm, familiar? What about Twin Atlantic? Yeah, none of those, but he also worked with them. <laughs> Guy's got his fingers. He's dipping his fingers everywhere. Yeah. Well, obviously he was getting into working with the Counting Crows in the mid-90s. Well, and again, uh, okay, to split this production, there is a little predi- Pixies production. There's a, you know, as just as that drum line was going there, there's some bombastic. Full-bodied instruments. Yeah, character 
singing over top of just grinding rhythm. Right, because what did like T-Bone Burnett do their first record or some shit like that? Who did? Uh, T-Bone. thought did Counting Crow's first record, maybe. T-Bone? Oh, we just rolled right into the Let's second song, it, but you know what? Angels of the... Speaking of the Foo Fighters, fuck. Right. So Boom. This is before the Foo Fighters, though, did their song that sounds like this. <laughs> Gil got better through his career. I think Gil had to make an adjustment. Like with the Pixies, it was real raw, organic, probably mostly, if not all, analog. Yeah, yeah. Around this time. Still by this point, even. Yeah, but it's creeping in because they're starting to mix for CDs. Because CDs have now become, you know, uh, a mainstay. They're not experimental or whatever. So these are here to stay. Albums are getting mixed (laughs) for that. And I think, unfortunately, this album suffers from um, lack of bass and lack of depth to the instrument sounds. Yeah. I'm putting that to era. Guitars and drums. Yeah. Keeping that organ up right, though. Oh, funny enough, I guess uh, the guy that plays Rami, the guy that plays the keyboards in yeah, yeah. Uh, the Foos now, isn't he? Wasn't he the Counting Crows guy? No, no, he was in the Wallflowers. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Another like er- same band from this era that kind of had a similar vein, I guess. Well, let, let's run it down, man. We got uh, David Bryson playing guitars. We got Charlie Gillingham playing the keyboards. Matt Malley playing the bass, and then for this album, there's some new additions. There's uh, Ben Mize playing the drums. And uh, then, um, there's a Don Vickery playing guitar, and there's a session, multi-instrumental musician who's also on this album, uh, David Ingmergluck, and he's got uh, umlauts. That guy. He's got umlauts. That means he's serious. Yeah, so he also played on Camper Van Beethoven and Monk's Doom, you know. All right. Camper Van Beethoven I've actually have listened to. I do know them. Here were the pictures of Max Stitch, Match Stick Man guys, right? Yeah. Sure. Change when you're doing four on the floor hammering. The banana 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 It's a good one. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's and fun. I, <laughs> I think at the time, like I love that now, listening to that now, that's that's awesome. I think I might have resented them for being this like rock and roll. Right? I think this is like the first video that had come out was this one. I was like, oh no. Yeah. They went rock and roll. Like they were distinctly unrock and roll on that first album. That's the most rockiness thing I heard them play by this point. That's the most rockiness thing I've ever heard them play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and I've, I kind of find that reaction true as well because um, mostly I want to put them somewhere 
and I enjoy listening to some of their music. I enjoy listening to their music and and um, whatnot, but there aren't things that grab me that make me go, like, I, I gotta fucking roll that album. But the things that used to bother me then just don't seem to be there anymore. Same. <laughs> my guard, my defense is down. Babesies. <laughs> that was Angels of the Silence. I mean, that's a great song. I totally poo fighters, which is kind of funny. Well, yeah. I mean, you just you're. That's just another thread on the wall, right there. You just <laughs> discovered another thread. We're gonna wrap that around Gill. Yeah, we're and, pulling Gill into the mix because we haven't done Foo Fighters' second album. That's something we that we could come across, and it would be the one that Gill did. So. Ooh, Gil showing up two, two for two for twos. <laughs> I think that's about as heavy as they get on the whole record, though. So, you know, why not put it out as a single? You know, heavy musically or heavy, you know, uh, rockinist. Yeah, rockinist. yeah, no, no, it gets heavier emotionally for sure. Baby, it's a milieu. Adam <laughs> likes to work in. No, uh, nobody can sing a woman's name quite, <laughs> quite like Adam. <laughs> been a few over the years and uh i mean maybe uh daryl hall daryl hall, hall is pretty good at it sure but adam's pretty great and ju- and just for that i'm gonna put him on the list of bad i'm on the side of bad breakups of bad breakups because if you heard him say your name over the phone late night you know to mm. you it's probably there's it's probably like dna dialed into making Elizabeth. you feel <laughs> jeez oh. are you up <laughs> I am now California. (laughs) (laughs) The sunshine looks like your hair. (laughs) Elizabeth, I wish you were there with me on the beach. (laughs) Are you still there? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I got to go now. (laughs) Yeah. Adam, it's time to go on stage. Still, I, I, yeah, dude, this is this is my uh, this is my Dave Chappelle. Uh, yeah, who was that guy? Yeah, 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 Little John. Little John. This is Little John, and I'm thinking that Little John maybe is a dirt sped up. Uh, they got the same hair. Yeah, hair. <laughs> what? I just went Stevo there. Jeez, <laughs> I went full Stevo. Never go full Stevo. All right, let's get let's get uh let's hit. What are they? Those are the first two classic move hitting that second track with some upbeat banging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are what are what are we doing on the third here, guys? Daylight fading. Into that Eagles territory here. Take it easy, man. Take, take it easy. <laughs> it's a four. Waiting for. Drink. drink. Yeah, we gotta drink to California. I wonder if he'll say it again. This is the first song on the album that, when I was listening to it where I was like, oh yeah. And all, yeah. you know, a little bit of a time warp and uh, great harmonies. Yeah. Really? 
I mean, that was big. Indigo Girls were kind of large. Like, Harmony was, was alive and well in the late mid to late 90s. You had, it, really, for most of the 90s, Jerry Cantrell. You really had to be a good singer a or a, a unique yeah. singer, yeah. you know? Yeah. True. Yeah. Before Autotune just made everyone mediocre singers. Right. Yeah. Well, or how would you know if somebody had character in their voice? They just they squeeze it through a computer just and does not normalize that right the fuck out. Inside myself, they vanish in the air. Tell me to wait for me. I say I won't be here. Very, uh, well, very Henley, but also very, uh, just passed away. Rolling Stones. Uh, oh, yeah. That guy. Bill Walsh. Yep. Nope. Don Martin. (laughs) Charlie Watt. Charlie Watts. God, we suck. <laughs> this could have been on the first album. Yeah. yeah Very yeah. easily. It may have been from who knows how old it is. These guys were a band for a while. So this is what I'm thinking is they didn't um, use all of their written songs on their first album. So mm-hmm. th- this is a, this is jam band galore. You can extend almost any part of any one of these songs at any time with a finger wave and a nod. And we'll just let that roll for a while. Right. Which I imagine makes it, you know, that's a, it's a good live band. They're probably was, fucking dope to see live and hear yeah. these tones coming out. Sure. Mostly to, you know, to hear Adam sing live. Yeah. I would, I'd be looking forward to that. Um, to, you know, to his credit, uh, he, he sounds just as good as he does on the record. Yeah. And how you feel about that is how you feel about going to see the Counting Crows. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he's not like Chris Robinson of the Black Crows different kinds of singers totally and i saw the black crows and they weren't that good when i saw them they, I mean, every, they were everybody right, could be not that good just like the rolling stones and except for charlie watt charlie fucking nailed it every single time yeah give me a break yeah drink one for charlie drink one for charlie That's just a good little pop song right there, done in that yeah. Americana style. Totally. It, it clean and, and just plays perfectly on the album. Yeah. That was going around. I Like, certain people could do that. Like, Tom Petty could do that. Like, a Katie Lang or somebody could do that. But not everybody could do that. That kind of song right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah in that style. Yeah. That, that song, I believe, is probably good enough to be done in several styles. Like, you could probably pull it off reggae if you were so inclined. <laughs> sure. You know? <laughs> Wait, no, save it for Not for us, for personally. No, we'll no, 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 no. <laughs> you said, I, I thought you said you are right, Spider. I, I thought you said you want to start a reggae band, Spider. Um, wow. Oh, okay. hit, hit a nerve there. Yeah. Just hit some yeah. truth, huh? Shit, man. You're trying to get this reggae thing off the ground for a long time now. I'm just I, trying to tell you, man, we're not the guys. I understand, but I also think Andy Sumner. I think Andy thought that too. Well, he might have been right. <laughs> you know, they burned bright, but not long. These guys have been burning for a while. Yeah, they're still going. 
Dude. And actually, Adam has a, has a great podcast that he was doing for a while with him and uh, an author. Damn it. I'm going to space on his name. They basically just sit around and listen to records. Sound familiar? But right. uh, just a song at a time, the story of where they heard it, and like why you should listen to them and what's cool about them. It's just like your cool friend with good taste in music recommending you things. Yeah. Awesome. What's the name of it? You remember the it name? Was Underwater Sunshine. Okay. I haven't done one, one in I'm a gonna, while. I, I just, under your suggestion, something I, I fell off of. You listen to podcasts, you fall on and off every now and then. I drive now. a lot. So. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to put that one in because you said he did an awesome job on there, and I'm stoked. Yeah. Good good musical taste on that guy. Yeah. Or I should say similar to mine. <laughs> Which, you know, we, you can hang good. out. You, could, you guys can hang out. Good. We can hang out and listen to records. I don't know if I can, you know. Yeah. Who knows? These guys have gone with six albums that have charted and four that have gone gold or platinum. Fucking okay, A, Ray. Yeah, that's, that's, you know. That's solid. Yeah. Yeah. They, they probably still stream well, too. Scream or stream? Stream. Stream. Are they getting downloads? Stream. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Gen X people can use the internet. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. So I think they, they probably do okay in the, the digital realm well um none of their songs were cut out when i was trying to uh download them you know yeah. like their library was available right and i've actually run across that with uh some bands hey, you can't get them all where you're like you can't get that full album anymore mm-hmm. they have certain songs that you just no you know you, you don't have access to that song <laughs> I don't know that's if that's what they about, say dude. too. That's how they put it too. You don't have access anymore. Yeah, I don't know if that's a, a country thing. If that's a, a Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and somebody else has the Bill Murray rights, or they don't have the rights, or they, they don't have the that. rights. I have no idea why that happens because I also think that wasn't happening when I first was not downloading but streaming the album. Uh, but boy, mm, slippery, slippery slope. Times my friends. they are changing. This next one, uh, children of Do- children of Dune, children nice. in bloom. That's why I'm never gonna just, bring my glasses in here, Chris. Ever. No, no. I just bought Dune on. Yeah, I gave Jeff some money, bought some Dune, <laughs> 1999, and I was like, I just, I'm just gonna have this in the library. Yeah. You buy that yet? No. Want to come over and watch it? Yeah. <laughs> children of Dune, bloom. <laughs> You don't hear the Beatles yet? I hear the Beatles. Okay, okay. 100% right there. I also hear wings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're right. She comes to me at night when I'm sleeping. Comes to me when I'm alone. It's got that Billy Eilish mic. It's got the John Lennon mic. Comes going to on me, she holds my hand when I'm crying. She comes to me, she shuts my eyes. <laughs> she brings me home, but I'm not sleeping.
everything sounds good on this track. Yeah, this one's pretty dialed in. Is the way his voice is sitting in the mix. It's nuts. Yeah, and yeah. and my first feeling is it's a little loud, but um, but it draws it draws you in. I mean, they have him in in all of this album. They have him mixed really forward. They have the guitars mixed forward. Most of the drums, except for the snare, are mixed back and a little bit muted. Cymbal mm-hmm. crashes and stuff. They're not so much explosions, but just kind of textures. Right. And unfortunately, I think they got the bass too low. It's it's just not where you want it. Yeah. It's an impression of a bass, not the full. Right, right. Not the full impression. <laughs> the idea of a bass. They're really where bass should be. Yeah, they're really Jason Newstead in them here, pretty yeah, hard. Exactly. It's like, you no, can catch yeah, a, This is what it does. It fills in the spackle yeah. back. You can here. catch a fill here and there if you're really listening. But I think an interplay, seeing them live between his voice and the bass, would be really fun to to yeah. hear and feel. You know. What kind of news did you hear? What kind of news did you hear today, oh boy? (laughs) What happened at the Albert Hall? Everybody had to do that in the 90s, though. It seemed like everyone had to do their their Beatles track. Cheryl Crow, when we did her second album. Right around this time. Exactly, yeah. um, She was way more Harrison-oriented, but very Beatles-y. Yeah, totally. Uh, what is uh, Gwen Stefani's husband's name? Gavin Rossdale, and what was his oh, name? husband. They, Bush. They Bush started flirting a little bit with this kind of, you know, anthemic yeah, yeah, yeah. and searings and stuff. It was. It was in the air. Beetle worship was in full swing, but it was okay. Dexters. Yeah, we yeah. we like the Beatles. Oh, there's some bass. Up again, but I'm not sleeping anymore. Strings were going around too, whether it was like Beatlesy or not, like strings were pretty hip as well. It's because they finally got good technology to make them digitally acceptable. That's, Those that's aren't a gut reaction, though. I don't know, man. What you just heard? No way. Sure. Positive. Positive. I think Gil, I think Gil uh, said, hey, we can. We gotta shave a few bucks for nah. uh, Oh, wait, wait he's, he's a bloke. Um, oh, and no, I get those are real strings. That's the real deal. They, they, they weren't good enough digitally in 1996. Okay. I'm gonna take your word for it. It would have sounded digital. I marry What's he talking about, man? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I was <laughs> I was too busy talking over the music. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Mostly Beatle worship. Yeah, that's fine. I, I like the ending. I like that they, you know. It's a solid into you know, prior to that, a little bit of a big, you know, 
big ending, boys. This yeah. one, real, real concise. Bam. Even weird. Yeah. I like it. It's nice, man. Fourth song. Stretch it out a little bit. Kind of stretch the music. Did we? What happened to me, man? I think I played some songs out of out of uh, out of order. Oh, okay. So we're coming back around to pick up "Good Night Elizabeth," which I skipped. Okay. This is oh, the third song. This is the fourth song. I'm sorry. I absolve you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I got ahead of myself when I played "Children in Bloom" with my, my Dune jokes. I, I skipped. Good night, Elizabeth. Right. That's gonna be no. That was I'm not sleeping is what we heard, but I announced I'm it as Children sleeping. of Doom. Yeah, we haven't got there yet. You know what? I'm just gonna edit out me even announcing the song's name. I'll just let it roll. Maybe edit out of this part. Maybe I'm gonna edit you out. Maybe we'll I'm gonna edit me out. <laughs> I'm fine with that. But let me say this: if you don't edit this out, even if you do, I still have to say it. I, I made a huge fucking mistake. One of the biggest mistakes, if not the biggest mistake I ever made on the podcast in all of our years. Just now? No, no, <laughs> not just now. Other than password. <laughs> um, I said Legend of, of the Fall when yeah. we were doing one of the albums. Talking about some movies? Which album we were doing? We were doing Red Hots. Okay. Legends of the Fall, Brad Pitt. It's a commercial for Brad Pitt, but it's still pretty good. And then I said Tom Skerritt, and I went on a whole fucking run about <laughs> Tom Skerritt being his dad, and he does great <laughs> actors. I immediately went into River Runs Through It, which is great, uh, and Tom Skerritt does great, and so does Brad. Combo. Anthony Hopkins was his dad in Legends of the Fall. I know that. <laughs> Please stop writing in. <laughs> if we're ever going to give you our email address, you would be writing in, so I'm just. I haven't seen you know. either one of those movies, so I could e- I easily see mixing those up. Same around the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fly fishing involved. They have the same method. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Who makes movies about fly fishing? Pretty good though. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, that was I'm not sleeping. Going into good night, Elizabeth. <laughs> is mixed most like in the center and they're letting that tremolo leslie or um 
do the left and right. Mm -hmm. Everybody's mixed pretty straight down the barrel, it feels. You know, within a, a tight cone of sound. Totally. Not overdoing it, even though, I mean, really, there's two guitars, bass, and organ. You could overdo it. Yeah. Yeah. We could <laughs> Something they do is make make it feel kind of sparse, but really there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. They got a few more tracks than you realize. Mm -hmm. It's a couple of instruments, just like that piano. They're just gonna bling 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 bling. Just a little bit of flavor. Yeah. There's a there's not a lot that's outstanding about the playing. It's all capable it's not and very it's flashy. Solid. It's not very flashy. Yeah, that's true. a better way to put it. Thank you. That's true. You know, there's not a lot of did you hear that ripper or did, <laughs> that feels sick or the timing's crazy. No, it's just cool pianos that come in and go ding ding ding. Yeah, there's not nerdy um, uh, attachments or you know geeky whatever. <laughs> If they got you practicing your scales, it can give you a swirly or a wedgie, I'm sure. You think there's a wedgie band? In this, oh, yeah. They gave wedgies? Gave or give? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it, gave it, or got? Both, you know, band on band. You think wedgies, inner band wedgies? Oh, most definitely. Okay. I feel hootie in the blowfish were. Well, they started it, man. Yeah. Yeah, it rubbed off. I'm sure they hung out together at some point. And there's always rubbing off when you get a wedgie. You gotta, you gotta rub off a little more than you wanted. Just throw them away. <laughs> Never wear a wedgie anywhere twice. Good, good night, you got a job. The moon, the satellite, yeah. strength of the songwriting actually yeah yeah like you said they're it's tight. they're playing great the, the atmosphere is awesome the, the the whole vibe they're giving you is awesome but a lot of bands can do that i think what's yeah their secret weapon is good songs imagine that agreed and i think that's uh if and when we cover the black crows we're gonna we're gonna find that, that there's a similarity <laughs> right there too Right. You know, obviously, some really characteristically 
differences, but, you know, pretty good parallels. Coming up. Uh, well, yeah, the Counting Crows have been around 89 or so. But you could see this happening at the same festival. You know? Yeah. The Black Crows a few times, and and actually, did I say, say County Crows or Black Crows? I was I was trying to make a parallel to oh. the count to the Black Crows, but I think I, think I said you said Black Crows. Okay, or I'm just all right. Sorry about that. I'm following you. Okay, but uh, we listened to their second album on the way home from the beach, me and Troy, <laughs> and that was a great uh, coming home from the beach after you partied for 24 hours kind of record. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice. We'll have to cover that. Um, it's great. We get Troy and Joey, you and me talking about it. All right, I don't want to push it too much, but that's uh, I'm actually getting excited about that idea. It's gonna happen. Children in bloom, kind of like the Nirvana song. I just children. <laughs> that organ's kind of nasty. On the verge of being Stixian. Everything about this right now. I am a flower, and we are all Gotta get out on my own. Gotta get out from this waiting. Somebody say baseline. You calm down the thunder. Well, now you got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a wonderful bass line. And I just like that 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 entire groove. Totally. Is, is fantastic. <laughs> you squint, you can see Rush. This is one of the most baller-ass changes. Did I do that? You kind of, you kind of blew me away with the with the rush comparison because you're right. Even with that change, is is <laughs> exactly. like I thought it was gonna. I thought the spell was gonna be broken, so I was just riding it and feeling it, and then that change hit. I was like, holy fuck! They heard us talking about how they weren't spectacular players. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's the songwriting. They're killing it. Uh, On this track. This track is fucking... This is my favorite track so far.
for the real heads when they play live shows. Yeah. And they're like, oh, dude, there's children in blue. Clouds dude. of smoke go up. And children. Did you see children last night? <laughs> amazing. Got a bootleg of children. Uh, yeah. 97 the, Berkeley. The Meadowlands. Oh, and Berkeley. Off the soundboard, dude. <laughs> Baseline that's giving it the rest because he's doing YYZ back there. He is, yeah. He gets the ism right into the change. Again, it's great. This song's structured around the baseline. He came in here, he came into the studio at one point, and Matt was like, uh, You guys want to hear something? It goes from this <laughs> to that to this. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like life's and life's and life's and life's and summer, summer, summers. I think they're in the they're in the police section here. Oh. Well, the, you know, it, it also might be something I battle with with um, counting crows, like where you can hear the influences, or at least you. And it, that's not necessarily their actual influences. Mm-hmm. But what I when when I'm pulling the yarn and and connecting all the push pins, it's exactly that. It is totally a way to go. This this was a kind of a Polisian part. This mm-hmm. is a fucking the, the little sprinkle of Beatles, and then we we mixed in some slower rush, but and, and <laughs> less math. They're just part of the lexicon. That's what else are you gonna call it? Yeah. But I, I would also say they don't sound like any of those bands. Ooh, I hear octave chords. Drink. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we're carrying Navarro. Yeah, over? I think anytime you hear an octave chord, you should just drink. It's like what was the other one we had to do? Already this episode? California. California. Ooh, God, I gotta keep the ear off. You'll, you'll hear it. He says it in a very unique way. I would have enjoyed that song a lot more in 1996 if I hadn't uh, been a dickhead. <laughs> what were you doing in 96? That made you a dickhead. Not liking that song. Jesus. Get down on the docks. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could have been listening to that song for nigh on 25 years. Yeah, hey, don't don't shoot on yourself. Um, you know, be be wow. thankful that it's uh, you know on every media platform now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sliding. It's here forever into, until, it gets, into until it gets playlist, yanked. Man. I don't think it's offensive enough to get yanked, though. No, it's no, going that, in the playlist. The, um, yeah, that was that's uh, that is a uh, that is a tasty groove. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember it. I always remember it. It's I I heard it before. I don't know. It's hitting me different nowadays. It it feels new to me, and I, I listened to it today. Second, third time, yeah. right about now. <laughs> it's Fatboy Slim's second album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. What are you, is that the No, It's Not? That's a pretty good long album. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's 14 tracks. Um, shit, what do they follow that up with? Because we're coming up to the halfway point. I'm going to go into it. Have you seen me lately? Don't let us down, man.
thing is too <laughs> when you have the same instrumentation as another band it can be hard not to fall into little like rolling stone isms like they just did there even the piano playing this whole time has been very stonesy yeah and then he just starts playing keith richards riffs and then <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i think you nailed it man it's when you want to have like a, a, a sound that's going to fill a room but still be registering not just a wall of sound kind yeah. of deal like yeah. all of these songs would carry over full-on acoustic like yeah, I, yeah, sweaty living room full-on acoustic renditions of it and right. you mix in one electric guitar and all of a sudden it's searing and shit yeah. and, it, and it'd be it'd be fun to be in the room you know yeah this is uh I mean, now I'm starting to see it where it should, probably should be in the lineage of like bands from uh, Heartbreakers or, you know. Yeah, and Mellencamp, man. Yeah, Bringing that, that, that even in the E Street, you know, maybe if he's got a few more horns oh. than some of them, but he got the, the organs. It, it, oh, he's got an organ. Buddy. You nailed it because there's, there's absolutely an E Street band um, comparison. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and Bruce Springsteen specifically with like drawing off of um, you know uh, stories and whatnot yeah. uh, for inspiration. Like Adam is really like with this album, autobiographical, and these are the scenes I'm seeing and and, and all that kind of shit. You know, he's pulling. I think mm-hmm. he's I think he's drawing from the same place that Bruce draws from. Somewhere out in America. <laughs> I mean, that's a very almost right on cue. Guitar solo you would hear in that that era, like uh, if you're listening to the refreshments, sure. Uh, they uh, most famous for probably for doing the King of the Hills uh, theme song, but <laughs> they had a <laughs> part of their sound. I think it's just a Les Paul. I mean, it's just the most classic setup of all time, right? Yeah. Something uh, very. Tell but and even that sounds hardwired into rock and roll. It, yeah, you know. just as much as that organ or that piano. Totally. It is a sound, and it's a sound you can only get with a Hammond organ mm-hmm. and a Leslie. I think you turned me around on the live strings thing. Gosh, there's, there's Yeah, there's a there's a care to this sound. Right. Gil. Yeah. Gil the man. Yeah, I'm sorry I slighted Gil. I didn't mean, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to do that. You call me a liar? <laughs> Two songs that could be, yeah. Probably the song it is. 
Brings us to the halfway point, Chris. Did we make it? We did. We're seven tracks into a 14-track album. Where this first half of the album is leaving me, and um, this is also made for cassette. This is like a true first half, yeah, second half. Yeah, we can, we can... 72-minute CD or whatever they're really exploring. The, yeah. Uh, the limits. It's a lot going on in 1996, and we're, we're, uh, what's going on in me right now coming off of that and the way they left the second album, I like, you know, second song was in its right place, and we're kind of jamming. The last two were kind of swelling and jamming to the end, and now I feel like going to see a live band by walking down the street and discovering them on an active, you know, alley, you know alleyway, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. Like... <laughs> Like the E Street Band, I like the live music. This makes me want to see live music, you know? For sure. It's yeah. Kind of... I've seen them live a couple times, and they, they're really good. Yeah? Yeah. They actually can do it. It's what Get they the do. Out of here. It's what they do. What? what? What kind of shit is this, man? Hold up. Wait a second. Yeah. Well, what else is going on in 1996? You, you want me to talk about movies? Please do. All right. Um, you know, a new word in terror is going on. When I say Drew Barrymore <laughs> gets killed in the first five minutes, it was... Scream! Yeah. And that really did kind of shake up the, the, the uh, you know, the genre. It needed some more invigoration, though the horror movies always yeah. do good. But shit was getting... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... A little funny, a little self-referential. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more on the nose is uh, the movie Fear. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Oh shit! I was a finger blasted on the on the on the on the Ferris wheel. It was that, and then uh, yeah, I think this was before he even beat up an old man, because he did that in real life. He had some anger problems for a little (laughs) while, and he put that into method acting and fear. And it's actually he does a great job in that movie. Sure, Uh, Hamlet comes out with Kenneth Branagh. Oh, I remember that one. I didn't see that one. I, I saw the Mel Gibson, didn't see the Ethan Hawke or the Kenneth Branagh. No, I don't think I saw the, the Ethan Hawke one. I don't think until I just yeah. now knew that he did one. Yeah. It's it's a good story. I like it. Uh, I, I And I think Mel Gibson did a really good job, honestly, you would. acting in that one. It was I bought that on VHS. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. Primal Fear comes out. Oh, wow. Enter. Enter uh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> also, Romeo and Juliet with Claire Danes the, and Leo. Uh, the good one. I yeah. like that one. I like that guy's movies. I think uh, Baz Luhrmann. He does good ones. Be drunk. Uh, sounds like you were drunk. Bad Baz Luhrmann. Do you want to know Baz Luhrmann? He's the guy. You know what you are? The Moulin Rouge guy. He's the uh, the other guy. Strictly ballroom. Okay. Why can't you know the good one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see a young directorial debut with Swingers. Oh. Where did that guy, where he end up? So money. What'd he do? He's still doing it. Happy Gilmore comes out. Okay. This is his second movie. He had the uh, happy, uh, Billy Madison was the first. Yeah. You oh. either loved it or you hated it. A lot of people it. did both. I, for one. Thought it was brilliant. Liked it. <laughs> but that might tell you more about me than it says about Adam Sandler. This is, uh, 1996 is a launching point for a, for a lot of stuff. Counting Crows are right, right in the thick of it. Um, 
this movie for uh, Robin Williams didn't do so well. It was a Jack. Oh, he's like a kid in a like man's a, body. Yeah, yeah he so. was doing Benjamin Button wrong. I think he's so he doing it wrong. See now, if you, you want to have a celebrity death match between Benjamin Button and Jack, Ooh. now now we're talking. Yeah, um, my money's on Jack. Yeah, get that hairy arm baby. <laughs> that baby got a strong grip. Mm-hmm. Cup. He learned how to do it from the best. He he saw uh, <laughs> what's his name do it on Mork and Mindy, the old guy, the old hilarious. Oh crazy yeah, comedian, uh, Winters. John ah, Winters. Jonathan Winters. I couldn't pull that out. Yeah, remember he aged backwards. Yeah, he did. He was born old in an egg. Yeah. So <laughs> that was uh, towards the end of the run of Morgan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know how they always bring out a cute kid when the sitcom's running out of steam? The old Oliver syndrome. <laughs> yep. That was Jonathan Winters. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Kevin Costner and Rene Russo are, are having fun in Tin Cup. We got uh, <laughs> Here's a movie that, that, that I, I like, I think, you know. I, I say she's beautiful. I think she's beautiful. Something else. <laughs> Charlie Sheen in The Arrival. Oh, that is a great movie. Good, right? I like that one. Yeah. I was a little ahead of its time. It was a little ahead of its time. And, and, you're, and either perfectly cast or miscast. I'm not sure. Listen, I love man, it. Listen, man. Love it. He can act. Regardless <laughs> of what you think of his drug intake. Uh, dude, it's cool. He's it's a talented a, dude. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Um, Dust Till Dawn comes out. We. Start really yeah. falling in love with George Clooney around this time. And Rodriguez, he goes from pussy, 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 pussy. Now he's directing The Mandalorian. Right. And he brought Danny Trejo with him. Launching. Launching. <laughs> Just, yeah. um, this is, uh, most of this is. Um, it's empires being born here. Yeah, getting launched into space. It's uh, it's like a twister, which also came, <laughs> came out, out that year. <laughs> gonna say this seems like familiar territory yeah yeah yeah. that it for the current events that's it for the movies what do you think about current events right let me guess it's like some like chechnyan civil wars or bosnia in bosnia no let me guess like here's a rest in the middle east Uh, yeah this was the what they call that the baltics well i'll tell you what there there there's some stuff going on um but part of it is uh uh start with ebay it starts. <laughs> this is when eBay starts. I remember this. You start buying some shit off of eBay. Yeah. You want to sell it? Go ahead and sell it. I remember that. Just tell them when you're going to deliver it by, and if you don't do it, we're going to give you one star. <laughs> and I, it worked. I tried to buy one thing off of eBay. Yeah. The Dungeon Master's Guide. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's the thing. You can get. It's a bidding thing on eBay. Bidding thing. It's not just. Sometimes you get the buy me nows. And uh, yeah, usually you gotta do the buy me now, probably because um, the agita I got <laughs> when somebody scooped me at the very, very end. Oh man! And yeah, oh man! I remember. God, I don't think I have my eBay kung fu like I used to. Oh man! I used that to be on me. that. I used to be the guy that would swoop in at the end and get my <laughs> shit. <laughs> and that's it. That's how. That's the wild west uh, of the internet. And, yep. and that shit's starting right around this time. Where no, that's you got to be. You got to be lethal. You got to be a motherfucker. Speaking of which, IBM's Deep Blue beats Gary Kasparov in chess. Motherfucker. Fucking, what's happening? Are we smarter than them? They smarter than us. I want a rematch. What are you doing, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Gary's like, fuck that. <laughs> I can still beat it in a running race. One night in Bangkok too. 
a nail bomb goes off the Atlanta Olympics. Ah, uh, yes. They just made a movie about this one, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Uh, I think... Uh, no, you're not talking with Sam with uh, Sam Rockwell. No. Okay. I think it was like... Because uh, he's in a movie with a bomb that goes off. No, this was about the guy. Awesome. And I, I think it was even like part of the name of the movie was the guy's name, and I'm spacing on it, but I think it was a Clint Eastwood movie. With yeah. The, uh, with the big guy from... Uh, uh, I, Tonya. Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah, it's his name, and uh, Sam Rockwell guy. plays the uh, plays the lawyer in it. Yeah. It's a fucking killer movie. That's not the same bomb. It's uh, I mean, no, that one goes Atlanta off. Yeah, that one goes off at a concert, but it, I don't know if it's meant to be like similar. But they didn't. They don't bring the Olympic thing in there. Not that I remember. It was a, it was a concert, and he was a security guard. He finds the bomb, and oh. then he gets blamed for finding the bomb. I see. Yeah, oh, killer movie. Check it out. Um, literally killer movie. Oh, yeah. Boring. <laughs> Red scream already. Yeah, okay. Uh, Dolly gets cloned. Fucking oh, the sheep. The sheep, dude. Remember, that was a big deal. Yeah. Now who cares, right? Do you know what that clone is doing right now? Nah, I think. Jesus Christ. All right, I just made that up right now. Because I'm mad, mad, mad like a cow. That just came out. Glad you did, because I was about to bust a mama joke, and then I was wondering how I should feel about that. You were going to say that. Uh, I'm leaving that one alone. Uh, mad cow starts. Prince and... Coincidence? Di- yeah. Cows got mad. They clone yeah. the sheep first. It, you, right. You feed cows their own brains, and you clone sheep. There's going to be a reckoning. That's, that's that, it, right? There's a Rush song in there somewhere. It's, it's just like the trees. <laughs> Prince uh, Charles and Diana get divorced. Mm. DVDs get launched in oh, Japan. Boy. Oh, they always get it first, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't take long, though. A couple, two, three years, we'd be right there. Yeah, it's coming right over. It's coming right at us. And uh, for the first time, the internet exceeds 10 million people. <laughs> yeah, I fully remember getting those dumb CDs in the mail all the time, like the AOL. and Yeah, the... but not yet. No? Because we... Oh no, those are yeah, that's right. Those are CDs. I get CDs and DVDs oh, mixed yeah, yeah. up, mostly because of the sheen, <laughs> the shine, the look. All right, so uh, in this year, this is this is a couple cool things, and then I'll wrap this up. We'll see who's playing music. Um, Taiwan elects their first president. Now, their first president had already been oh. ruling since 1988, and he then I, I'm sorry about saying ruling, democratically governing. Uh, I'm a pro Taiwan. Do your own thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Like when they got their independence from England, or were supposed to be. Yeah, I remember when that change started. China, that must China like, got them. China got them. China, and, but they said you don't have us, China. China's like, like, we, like we, no, totally we have do. you. They're like no, no, you know, you know, got your nose, Taiwan. They're like, no, yep. it's right here on my nope. face. You don't have face. my nose. You're just saying you have my nose, but yep. you don't have my nose. <laughs> I love that place. Place is awesome. <laughs> You and I are going to do a trip. We're going to do a comedy trip to Taiwan. Okay. I just I just saw it in the future. Um, but anyway, he stayed until uh, 2000, and then he stepped down. And another thing, and I'm going to wrap it up with this one, Jared, the Space Shuttle Endeavor. I always like to cover something in space, if something in space cool is going on. Goes up into space for eight days and 22 hours, and they do experiments, and they test tools, and they float <laughs> around, and they do two spacewalks. Space nerds. Yeah. That's that's what we need to send up there is the nerds because they got they would actually do shit like that and we could learn and the whole earth would benefit. You send a bunch of jackasses up there and it's just gonna be 
pissing each other's ear and zero gravity and then somebody's gonna oh yeah do you know somebody dressed in an ape suit that's see did you see we're that getting shit? there did i did see that yes and that's uh you get yourself thrown out the airlock that kind of shit. <laughs> you know what i mean no wait it's me because <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up that's the in space no one can hear you screaming because that's fucked up did you notice there's no sound of that video there's no sound in that video. No, no, you can, you, you can hear each other in the, okay, maybe in, my, in the ship. Maybe my volume was down. Yeah, I okay. couldn't hear that dude scream. That was, <laughs> that was true. No, if you're NASA, you mute that scream. You know, nobody <laughs> hears the fucking Lieutenant Colonel Michaels go, ah! <laughs> and then true. have a shit that just floats effortlessly <laughs> in the room. Fucking <laughs> pee bubble going around, bumping into the RPM gauge and shit like that. Uh, looks like I'm folding space in Dune. Yeah. The new one. <laughs> Let me tell you about the charts. Yeah, man. Before we go off the charts here. Black Street. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? No diggity. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Another level. Name of that record. Oh, look at this. Luther Vandross at number nine. The late, great, your secret love. You got, you got, you got what I need. That's not Luther. Isn't that what uh, Eddie Murphy said Luther sounded like? No, no Teddy Pendergrass. That was Teddy Pendergrass. That's <laughs> right. Luther made really famous when he did all the background vocals on Young Americans. Uh, Bowie. David Bowie. I mean, nice. he was famous in gospel circles, okay. but uh, kind of blew up after that. Nice. I, and he was like the musical director too. Like he he organized all that all the vocal because there was uh, there was all kinds of singing that yeah. wasn't David Bowie on that. Yeah, record. yeah. And that was thanks to Luther. Nice, talented guy, talented gal. Number eight, Alanis Morissette. Morissette, she got a robot. Did you, <laughs> did you just hear that Atlantis Morissette got a robot? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Cleans up around her. You house. know the one. Jagged little pill. Yeah. A monster. That's a juggernaut right there. That's in a that's in a first album right it's, there. Yeah, it's already been on the chart for sixty nine weeks at this point. So She's going to be all right. Yeah. Soundtrack. Oh, well, set and, it yeah, off. Yeah, she follows it up with eventually acting in fucking Dogma. As God. Come on. Pretty good. Set it off soundtrack number seven. What was, was going on in set it off? Was it a dance movie? No, I think it's a bank robber movie. Okay. Queen Latifah. Oh, okay. And that song I could think of was the En Vogue one. But uh, God, R&B is large on these charts. New edition at number six, Home Again. And this is like with everybody. I think Bobby's back on this one and everything. Like this, that's got to be like. Can you stand the rain? Era. Yeah, smooth as butter. Leanne Rhymes, blue. I think this is her first album. Shit, she's just popping on the scene right there. Yeah, ninety six is a powder keg. She became a juggernaut too. Kenny G, local legend. Kenny G, number four, the moment. Kenny G was a juggernaut in 1996. Dude, you crack. What is he at? Number two? Number four. You did number four? Yeah. Plus two? Another great. Celine Dion, number three, falling into you. Mm. Didn't it? it uh, I don't know what's on that one. Probably something. I mean, it's number three, and it's coming down. It's been on the chart. This was it had to be a number one record. You're going to fade point. into you. You're going to fall into you. It feels like a, a Dave Matthews also. Falling has, into has you. Some stuff about falling into people. Crashing into you, falling into you. Yeah. It's a, it was a, that was a strong metaphor a for a while. Falling into each other. Yeah. 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 Falling in, into 
Yeah. Chris, I know you're going to dig this. Number two, Tool. Oh, really? Enema. Really? They yeah. were on a chart. And it, this is its uh, first week on the... It debuted at number two. Okay, so... How about they're pretty, that? They're coming off of Undertow. Yeah. Are we talking about albums? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that tracks... Absolutely. And for the number one, is also its That's first week on the chart. It's a killer album. And it's Nirvana. The posthumous... Album from the Muddy Banks of the Wishka, which was live stuff, which I think is where we got the aneurysm single from. Right, right. Um, how much do you think Courtney had to do with that? Did you was she involved with the release or making of it? Was that something? Oh, I'm sure that, she was. Yeah. I mean, she is. I mean, she's the other third of Nirvana after Kurt's gone. I mean, that, yeah. Nirvana Inc. She's at least a third, you know. I feel like I remember hearing some more stirring ups or when that was coming out, you know? Yeah, they couldn't agree on things, you know, usual shit. Yeah. It's a lot. That's a lot of good music. <laughs> One man. Is it? <laughs> control it all. Get back in this record then. Because I'm afraid my computer's going to die. So let's do yeah, this. Let's roll this thing. Number uh, track number eight, Miller's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Oh, he's gonna start singing right out the gate. So I gotta welcome everyone. Children dreaming wrong and right, wrapped in grace and sin. They come out of the blue sky They come out of the blue They come out of the blue sky But you never know Where they're gonna go All of the instrumentation and the voice are recorded with the same care on this track yeah, yeah, you're meant to be able to tune into any of it or all of it at once. Yeah. Down the length of her Miller's mind is still wandering, staring up at the sky. Pedal steel. Fucking, I love that instrument. <laughs> Do you think that's kind of, would you call that a falsetto? Uh, or, or I mean, he has this a unique approach of being able to hit that register. Right there. Yeah. Definitely falsetto. He does have that, but no, and he'll never know. That's where he goes in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and but it seems he's got the, abil- the ability to not. You know, um, audibly bring himself to there, but just to hit a falsetto note without going, you know, a blue right. sky. He goes, like there's almost a staccato to the delivery mm-hmm. when he, or an attack to it. Yeah. That's fucking. Not having to slide up into it like a. Sorry, man. Easy. Don't, 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 don't,
don't come around. Oh, sitar, don't come around here no more. Dave Stewart. Well, we had a big swell, big build up to the to the uh, you know end of the first, so they kind of put themselves in the corner. You had to, yeah, I think they had to, and then <laughs> then felt like in the lee of that last two in the last two tunes, they were able to set a new rhythm, chart a new course for this second half. It gives them it gives them some maneuverability, you know, because you can follow it up with a banger or you know this. I think this is kind of the bump set to. Long December spike. Mmm. Okay. I can dig that. You can tell by the way I said, mmm. 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 John Doe's got the other hand. Mess around, come too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T just turned it to George Carlin for a second. That's <laughs> <laughs> I pity the fool. I'm an occupation fool. Record is not over yet. Can't you hear me? Cause I'm screaming. We heard you screaming, dude. We were actually kind of trying to talk about something. You kept fucking screaming. We listened to you, and now you're like, could you hear me? Now you're gonna whisper. You got our attention? Don't wake me, please. Don't. It goes in the column of bad breakup. <laughs> he will not call it opportune times. Yeah. Being daylight hours. Yeah. Probably at work. <laughs> just because he's an artist and a musician, he gets to call you at 11 o'clock in the morning. He woke up and he's feeling fresh. Right. Yeah. He's just remembering the argument. You've already had four hours to chew on it and then had work to do. Yeah. He's already written the first verse. <laughs> okay, verse off uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Adam. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Who could write? He, but he, it doesn't sound like he actually right. You know, I think they break both up need songs, to date each other you know? for a while, and then we could really. That's the only way you could really judge it. Yeah, you know, I mean it, that's fair. It, it, it's a fair starting point. And it's a May-December romance for sure. Um, May and a long December romance. <laughs> but you know, I think it'd be worth it artistically. Does he sing about breakups a lot, or or, or just is that am I keying to just the kind of the emotional poetry that he's drawing from? I think so because I mean, he, he, yeah, yes and no, but it's never like a breakup. He's never really explicit about it. It's always just you know wishes you were here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm calling you. I wish I was there. Yeah. You know, it seems like longing. Maybe it's longing for someone that you can't be with anymore, or just that you aren't at this point, or. Yeah, because you're on the road, man. And, you know. it seems like he he writes a lot about how he's feeling in his perspective. You know, he's so when he's doing these Springsteen kind of narratives, mm-hmm. um, he's pulling more of himself into you know like the um, the filter. Yeah, yeah. Like he's one of the boy prophets himself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let it roll, man. 
I'm honestly worried about my battery life. Yeah, another yeah, another horse it. dreamers blues. It's a, it's kind of a bar bandish kind of deal. It deserves to keep rolling. That electric piano is nice. to say and sound cool way to go yeah. marjorie he nailed it too that's like the first word out of his mouth he was like marjorie what's up yeah Baseline is just totally, totally influenced by and I can't get it, so I'm going to tip my tongue and I feel like play with a lot of their music. Write in if you know what, our, what I'm trying to say. Marjorie doesn't say anything a lot of great elements happening like different ingredients from different genres yeah. happening together wah stabs that just came yeah, in yeah right? and then like those Curtis Mayfield strings yeah and that Beatles guitar and a you know yeah like bring that organ <laughs> Steve Winwood's organ <laughs> which I heard is big You know how jealous I am of guys that can do like a blah la da da or a, or get a la la yeah. sing along chorus. And he hasn't been throwing too many of those uh, before, but he's going heavy in the paint with them on this yeah. song. And just being like, this is Scatting, this is man some la la las and ba da das. Yeah. But da 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 da. Ahead of Dude, his time. I'm almost there with this song. Soak it in. <laughs> and it, I keep wanting to say Moonshadow, but it's not. It's the other. It's not. It's not Cat Stevens. It's it's the guy who wrote Brown Eyed Girl. Oh, Van Morrison. Van Morrison. What's the Van Morrison song that sounds all just like like this? this? I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah. I see the connection though. 
Oh, because he does the ba da ba da ba da ba da in it. Probably. I'm having I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm having a fog. I can't. Now I'm I starting. Can't quite now, grab it. now I think I'm picking up. He's got another ba da ba da ba 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 da ba da ba ba. Yeah, it's super popular. I know what you mean. I think it's Van Morrison. You're not going crazy. I think you're right. But Moon's in it. Isn't the name Moon in there? Isn't it something? Marvelous night for a moon dance. What a marvelous night for a moon dance. Yeah. This has, the, I think, a very similar progression to it. Some, there's something in there. I think it's in there. Right. That's definitely Van Morrison. Moon dance. <laughs> but yeah. Moon Shadow. I see, no, I see the moon line shadow. of thinking. It's not Cat. But... <laughs> oh, dude, Cat Stevens' second album. I'm going to look into that. Look into that, Cat. Cat. Um, recovering. Oh, okay. Title track time. Everybody, recovering the satellites. This may be the second time he says satellite on the album. He's already popped the the, the word satellite. Okay. So falling. Theme, as they say. Gonna get back to be. I'll start it up again I'm falling from the ceiling He's falling from the sky under like a song that could be found on the first album but a way more interesting groove yeah uh, that's why I like them expanding their groove palette on this album I think you're right they're develop they developed this album more yeah developed the songs a little bit more I think they I mean I know they toured anyway to begin with but I'm sure they're hot like you said two out of those three years between albums they were touring yeah and we all know that just you get Muscle memory, like a mother. You're so. You, you, you're. What did Eddie Van Halen call you? You're. You're, uh, you're tight without without being tight. Yeah. <laughs> you're not uptight. Yeah. You're just tight because you can't be nothing else. And in a Van Halen style, they're recording this um, shortly after finishing a tour. You know, and I'm sure yeah. developing these songs while they're on stage and playing yeah. because one album's worth isn't. Uh, you know, the uh, headlining set isn't a headlining set, and they are rocketing. Rocketing to the top. Yeah, some of the, yeah, you're right. Some of these are probably already road tested. I think so. It's it, when you it was on that Berkeley uh, bootleg. Yeah, ninety three. Was it ninety <laughs> three? 
Well, the, the first one. It just has the, ins the the feeling of everything that's played has been already worn in pretty well, you know? Uh -huh. It doesn't sound like they really spent um, a lot of time laboring with laying down the tracks. Feels like they mm -hmm. had fun almost removing some shit, you know? Yeah, probably, like, right? Yeah, like, let's make this sparse and they, let's just dip these keyboards in here, put, bring this Hammond across this, uh, you know, section. Feels, it doesn't feel like, uh, you know, they made it and and um, had to rush to put it out either. Right. Sure was a bit of pressure from uh, whatever label they were on. Yeah, they're on Geffen. Oh. Well, Geffen going to get their money. Yeah. Yeah, Geffen going to be all right. I mean, they're selling CDs, cassettes, and buying. <laughs> Not even knowing that the end is nigh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know actually what his feelings on Lou Reed are. I imagine he's a fan. Yeah, you know, you know, satellite thing, you know, satellite it's, of love. It, satellite is just, it, it's a cool word. It's cool, you know, and it's always going to work. We got him in space. It, it's, it's a neat, it's a neat way to refer to the moon too. So it's like not, it's really not mechanical, but they, they, you know. It's kind of an ancient word, you know. It speaks of old things. It speaks of um, uh, right. Like the word pre-exists gravity. Us making satellites. Right. Exactly. Man-made satellites. Yeah. The moon is a satellite. Your moon's a satellite. Our, our I think our moon. That's a satellite. no moon. That's space. Pattern for me too, and just kind of letting it all rip for the last 30 seconds. Really good. Yeah, like a good outro. I, I can dig. I'm fully behind that. I think yeah, most of these songs they know how to extend. I don't think they've done a fade out yet either. say Adam's one of the first people that really hit the la 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 kind of approach for singing and for um like he you know Mr. Jones he obviously laid into it hard but yeah, he never yeah. backed away from it and even on that outro with the singing he was you know instead of the long hold scream yeah. you know he's got the long hold scream but uh, he he likes to add just a little bit of texture into it a little <laughs> brush stroke in the long hold yeah. scream which you know Confidence. Yes. Like, yeah, I, you know, you got a quote imperfect instrument, but the, does that mean you you have to be a, a shrinking violet, if you will? I like it. Singing Didn't, songs about flowers and shit too. Yeah, exactly. I'm down. I'm down. He's painting the metaphor. He's painting the pictures. Yeah. Uh, oh, apparently that had bad words in it. That's the only one marked explicit on the. Uh, slipped some cuss words past us. Yeah. Nice one, Adam. Nice one. Good one. My mouth is open. Next song, Monkey. Pretty sure this is a George Michael cover. All dressed up, no place to go. Hey, monkey, when you gonna show your face around me? I know all the wrongs and rights, and I just want a little life to fall. 
is the Hey Bulldog piano, and he's playing Penny Lane bass, and it's getting better all the time. Back in the days. Yeah, crazy organ doing something back there. It's fantastic because Adam's not going to sing like John or Paul or George or Ringo. No, he's he's so unique. Even if he wanted to. Yep, that the music gets to gets to have that um, heavier influence. And again, I don't I don't think it's um it's on purpose. It's just playing how they play, and yeah. and it's you know we're ascribing those kind of influences on them. You know, there's even some Skinnerd in there too. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so give me three steps piano too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and so not trying to to say that they're they're biting from it, but you can hear it's like you can you can hear the influences echoing down the hall with these guys. It's just the language they speak. Yeah, right, right. God, that was almost the slash solo from uh, November Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first or the third solo, I can't remember. There's totally. like half a dozen solos in there. I can't remember if Axel had been playing the piano in the rain yet or not at that point. <laughs> Was there dolphins in that one? No, that no, came, after. came later. Dude, do you realize you can't write a song about dolphins? You know no, that, right? you're not supposed to do it. Hey, Kowalczyk. Dude, what are you System thinking? of a Down. Didn't Did they, they? dolphins? Maybe that Angel's. But they you probably should leave angels out of it too, unless you're Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I'm not trying it's to hear that. It's taboo. Yeah. You, can't, you can't can't write about a dolphin or two or three or a pod. That's why they keep sexually assaulting us. Honestly, is leave leave our names yeah, out your keep mouth. Your names out your mouth. We'll keep our dicks out your butt. How about yeah. that? How about that? How about that deal? We already saved you from sharks. Yeah. What do you save us from? Yeah. Save us do from better dick. with the tuna nets. Yeah. You know what? Fuck you guys. Um, we're fucking you just for the tuna nets. Yeah. We don't care if you change anything <laughs> about our portrayal in song. Uh, anyway, glad we could. Monkey. Yeah. Yeah, that song's okay. Yeah. It's not my favorite on the record, but it's not offensively like I'm going to skip it either. No. Um, but, you know, that's kind of the... Uh, Three quarters of the way through the record, maybe a little. That's a good spot for it. We'll say. How about Agreed. That? Totally it's sitting in the exact right joint. I don't think that would fit anywhere in the first half. No. But speaking of satellites, the song's called Mercury. Also a satellite. Okay. All right. You know also a a you, thing that you, um that the silver rolls around. Mercury. Oh Mercury. yeah, yeah, metal. It's a liquid at room temperature. Quicksilver. Do you think Adam Duritz has ever said that on a date? That's Mercury. Over there's Venus. <laughs> if you look down right now. <laughs> but Nothing. <laughs> yeah. You can see it between. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. Play Mercury. the next song. I got nothing. <laughs> Man. Diana Dobero, how about that? Dobero. Oh, that's some harmony. Oh, that's nice. She is trapped inside a month of grace. 
And they take a little every day She is a victim of her own yeah, I'm really liking how they're kind of really And I'm sure they didn't do it this way I could be wrong But it sounds like he's in there with them singing Like It just sounds like they're all sitting around playing this one It does, it, it definitely paints that picture Fading endlessly, yeah, but she's all right with me. This feels like it could be people sitting in the kitchen playing. You know? Yeah, it has that, she that spirit to it. Uh-huh. It's a hoot nanny. She is leaving me in disarray. True, in the absence of a place to be, she stands there looking back at me, hesitates, and then turns away. Change so suddenly. She's just like Mercury. Yeah, she's alright with me. So it's the Quicksilver comparison. Yeah, yeah, not the planet. <laughs> Unless he's talking about the the time for Mercury. The, the, it takes an orbit around the sun, which is the quickest of all the planets. So it, it, that actually was wasn't it. he like the one with the fleet feet, Mercury? Yeah, yeah, that was the. Uh, he was like the original Flash. It was the Roman name for the Greek for the god Flash. Hermes. <laughs> yeah, the, it's Roman for the Flash. Heavily influenced the Flash. <laughs> I know the Flash when I see him. <laughs> well, isn't that the trick? <laughs> Trying to see him. <laughs> He's so damn fast. He's a Flash. Yeah. No. Nope. Can't get one past me, Greeks. I'm like this. I would throw this on. This, this one and, and uh, that one on the first half, I would throw that into a you know, mixed album. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, the, uh, the one we were both... Yeah, on. Where, yeah, where they finally jacked up the bass the, line and the said, children let this, of, guy, let this of, guy fly. Children in bloom. Children in bloom. Children of doom. Yeah. I kind of feel like uh, Adam probably read a lot of Ray Bradbury or something. I'm just, I'm just kind of <laughs> feeling that. Old school sci-fi. Narrative style and like this fun wordplay. I'm picturing like a lot of Kerouac. You know, her month is great. You know, she spent a month in gray. You know, her yeah. month was, you know, instead of 30 days of depression. You know, yeah. a month of gray, you know? I, I, I appreciate the effort. I yeah. gotta say it. Yeah, yeah. Any uh, drug problems through this band that you know of? I don't... Any hmm. dissension? I don't think any drug fights? problems that got out of, like, that went beyond the pale, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm sure they were present. Yeah. And maybe, you know, I don't know, some people can just bump up against the wall and be like, oh, there it is. Yeah. And, and, you know. Yeah, totally. Okay, maybe that, okay, we don't do that anymore. Right. Now I know. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. <laughs> if you and, don't, and, if you and, don't and get no the harm, genes. No harm, no foul. <laughs> yeah. And if you can do that, great. Yeah. I think that's what we're talking about there. Okay. Or maybe some people got fired. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't what know. Do I do research. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I, I, do, I don't know much either. You know, it's, sometimes we get into the weeds about, um, you know, I don't remember what, hearing anything. Sometimes you know? we get into the weeds about what Dave Navarro was doing with Anthony Kiedis <laughs> and, and whatnot. Well, we do not live in a world of disposable dildos. Yeah. And if you take nothing else away from this episode, then know that. I kept the dick, by the way. I have that <laughs> dick still. Because this album's out about the same time as One Hot Minute. Oh, oh, dip, Chris. This is the one we've been waiting for. The next to last song. A okay. long December. They, Sticking they, their they, single way back on the record. 
It makes you think, did they know it was going to be the single? I think they released a few others trying to see what, you know, what was going to bite. Wasn't the first single, that's for sure. You know? Well, there was part of the, the, the A&R guys' single lineup or whatever. I don't know if they even got to choose, whatever. I but, believe it is uh, the first video of theirs to feature Courtney Cox. Yes, and the last. And <laughs> no, she played no? a small role in one later on where she played a hobo. Uh, completing the trilogy started with Bruce Springsteen. Correct. Got you. And from young up and comer, it's kind of like a like a Tom Petty, you know, uh, a Johnny Depp video kind of series, you know. <laughs> the Rosie Johnny was name a, bar. Yeah, exactly. So she, you know, she did, got with Bruce. Uh, you know, he launched a career, and then uh, got into a relationship, as the people all do. You know, yes, that was actually they will middle, and then um, you know. Would we say die in a fire? Yeah. I forget how that ended. <laughs> but long December. Let's just say that as far as like big time radio pop singles go, nice lyrics, man. Nice, nice work on the poetry, pal. the hey jude no 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 it is the hey jude. that's not the van morrison no 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 he's doing you know. the hey jude no no, no. straight jude straight jude. straight jude smell of hospitals in winter See, i like his delivery and also his phrasing <laughs> there's no yeah. bagels coming there's no bagels coming that is straight up no bagels coming there's several lines in here that i relate to you know when i first heard it and even still now um, you know, about this year may be better than the last. Kind of this this a gray hope that you can have, you know, which is fitting for a long December in almost any place except for tropical joints. Um, <laughs> we just got out of a long December. Absolutely. Um, where I almost always get shook by him and his lyrics, so I don't, like, fully attach to it. Drink. California. California. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you should be fish. <laughs> um, is when he when he goes into the relationship side stuff. Mm -hmm. When I'm like, oh well, actually, I haven't had a you know that yeah. type or whatever. It takes me out of it a little bit. <laughs> doing Oasis solos, or or is Oasis doing kind of crow solos? They're not. <laughs> Hillside Manor sometime after 2 a.m. and talked a little while about the year. Got him. I guess the winter makes you laugh. 
Actually, as far as phonetics, syllables, yes. poetry, yeah, rhymes, and if and it that if, was Eminem level, totally, and and it is, he, and he's totally aware of it, to, and totally in control of of that talent. He's like, yeah, know? I did it, yeah, I was showing off, yeah, pretty cool, huh? <laughs> it's okay, yeah, that's okay to be like that. He's a flower, let him bloom. Yeah, that's right, and, and I think yeah, that's one of his other songs he's got. <laughs> These children in bloom. I don't know if you listen to the Rob Harvela podcast, 60 songs that define the, the 90s. No. Is it good? Yes, and he was talking about this song being one of the songs that define the 90s. Sure. And did a lot of focusing on the uh, the final yes on this song and the epicness of their weariness <laughs> <laughs> and how n- nobody really can do a yeah like... Uh, like Adam. It's true. I think Adam's owning the yeah. The Rain King. Yeah. That's one of the best yeahs of all time. Mm. That's right yeah. up there with the... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> it's right up there with the guy from The Who. With his yeahs. Tree. Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah. I think I, Adam, Adam probably hits it more. Daltrey hit it iconic in that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I like that he I like that he does that. Yeah. He's doing minors too over himself. Yeah. And then fucking same note. I thought we'd get one more. Dot. <laughs> That's a huge radio hit for a reason. Yeah. That's just a well-written song, played well by confident musicians with a good A&R team and a lot of money, David Geffen behind them. And yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. all you need to get a hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the formula, kids. But doesn't it, yeah, it feels like they did their 10,000 hours at this point, though. Easily. You know, they're, they're not getting shook by uh, any kind of bigger pressure to put out something. They're like, yeah, we, we've got uh, we've got that material. Give Oh, it's that much time in the studio? That much money? This talent pool? That dude <laughs> fucking producing? Okay, let's do it. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, we, we can do it. Can and then they did it. I think we can do business here. <laughs> yeah, I like what you're saying there. I mean, he definitely, at the time, that you mentioned Courtney Cox was in the video... Uh, he would also go on to date Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. <laughs> and, <Jen. laughs> and a string of uh, like supermodels and what have you. Like the guy, legendary Coxman. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Because he is, he is in the League of Legends. Yeah. As far as legendary Coxmans <laughs> go. Breakup off. Just on a pure breakup level. Him versus Madonna. Oh, Madonna's worse, I think. I think you're right. I think Madonna's worse. Uh, Madonna versus Elvis Costello. (laughs) They both got gap teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Who would you rather be broken up with or by or however bad it can be? Probably Elvis Costello. At least it would be clever. 
Yeah, but I also think relentless. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one's a good situation. Uh, yeah. All right. How did Kobayashi Maru there? <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, here we go. We're gonna end the record, and it's only a minute and twelve seconds, so it's they're not getting too epic. So either that 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 song, you know, the Long December was the real closer, and this is some sort of postscript, right, right. Or they really can just sum this up in a buck fifteen. This is like the clip at the end of the Marvel movie. <laughs> this is the mid credit scene. Let's see, you're gonna kind of see what's up with the next album. <laughs> okay. Gotta rush away, she said. Been to Boston before. Anyway, this change I've been feeling doesn't matter. Somewhere between Wish We Were Here and Wonderwall. Yeah, yes. No, a little bit of Zeppelin in there. If it's a 12 string, it would be a little bit of Zeppelin. <laughs> Just the same old walk away. Someday. A little bit every rose has its thorns. Sure, sure. I like the balance between the tone and the attack of the pick. It feels live. I was surprised that that's how they ended that album. Very, that's a post. That's a you nail it. That's a post credit scene. Yeah. Like I don't know how I feel about okay. that? Because it, it's nice, but also it didn't. It didn't really add. Didn't go like make me go like I like Long December even more now. Or you know, it's nice. Maybe they could have buried that somewhere in the album. Probably not though. Kind of an outlier. Well. I mean, they did pretty good after this. I don't think they, I mean, nobody sells. <laughs> These old boys did pretty good after <laughs> this. Say. They went on to. They went on to, like, they had Shrek movies on the Shrek soundtrack yeah. and shit. I mean. They they stayed way more busy busy than was on my radar, for yeah. sure. Um, you know, and, and I also, at Lifetime, I get kind of busy around this time. You know. I'm, yeah, we're young and uh, we're, yep. you know. Run around this town throwing dick. You know what I mean? You, you, yeah. <laughs> 96, you out here yet in 96? No, I'm, no. Pl- I'm, I'm wrapping up my... I was just um, kidding about slinging dick. I yeah, of I course. Sling, I mean, I, no. selectively. It's, I'm a selective dick slinger. Slang. Yeah. The slang for slinging. I was getting ready to move out here and uh, wrapping things up. I was doing a lot of karate at this time. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of Tommy karate. Nice. <laughs> three so times a killing week. machine at this point. Yeah, there are three times a week surfing in the all year round. So it was like, which is coming out in March? No, October. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what did I dress up? You want to know what I dressed up for Halloween mm-hmm. that year? I went to North Carolina to hang out with uh, my friend Jeff Walter, Jeff Walter and Brett and Jude and uh, Jimmy and all that and Steve. We all went to college together. Jeff Walter, by far the smartest person I've ever met in my life, <laughs> um, would take us all on in uh, Trivial Pursuit and always win. 
and it'd be Jeff against whoever. He didn't right. care. He's like, hey, but he was not arrogant at all about how smart he was. He was matter of fact. <laughs> and like, so, I don't know, guys. as it would unveil, you were always you were like, Jesus Christ, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the all, all of the uh, God. So all he of everything. He he all of everything basically because uh, he went into genetics and works at Duke University oh. uh, in, in genetics. Got a beautiful mind is what you're saying he's got a beautiful mind and he's an amazing guitar player hmm well so. that, those two things are like music kids that learn music like how to read it and all, all that good stuff yeah they do well in the math sciences yeah yeah for sure so where was they going with that I, I don't I have no idea oh that's what you were doing you were in south carolina with him oh yeah or north carolina i dressed as north kakalaki or south yeah Cadillac? yeah yeah <laughs> I dressed uh, Jeff, Jeff dressed as Dream The god from the Neil Gaiman uh, Yeah Comic book the, the Robert Smith looking one Yeah And I went as a, a Greek or Roman statue Fully white And you know what, A little marbled you know, Marbleized Yeah yeah Do you want to Do you know Want to know what we were on that night Acid Ah, I'm not going to talk about it on this ah, Come on, man. Tell me about the next episode. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey. I don't know why I hit that button. It has no effect on anything. Smoke weed every day. You're listening to the TNE Network. Hey.